watch the breakdown. And here we go. Davis goes left. Davis gets a block. Chris Davis. Touchdown. Auburn. An answered prayer. Cut. Michigan. Touchdown. I can't believe this. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown. Alabama wins. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the Campus to Campus podcast. I am your host, Kevin Brown. You can find me on Twitter at khookem. And today we're going to talk about the Big 12 win totals. But first, let me bring in my co-host here, Jesse. What's going on, brother? How's it going, everybody? Sports are slowly coming back. Slowly but surely. We're Hopefully the dumb college kids will stop going to the bar and spreading coronavirus <laughs> everywhere so we can have football season. But I guess if I was a college kid i'd be doing the same thing since they open the doors back up so all right so without any further ado we'll roll right in here we won't take up too much of y'all's time tonight uh we're gonna start out with the the kansas jayhawks over and under set at three and a half over three and a half at plus 120 and under three and a half is the favorite at minus 140 so jesse who do they have on their schedule this year all right they open up at home versus the new hampshire wildcats then they go at two uh, Waco to play Baylor. They got Boston College at Coastal Carolina, Iowa State at Kansas State, Oklahoma State at West Virginia, home versus Texas at Texas Tech at Oklahoma, and then home with uh, first TCU. Man, all I, all I can see is two on there. <laughs> I think the uh, the under three and a half is. Uh... At minus 140 would be the way to go. I, I see the – who is it? Uh, New Hampshire at the beginning of the season and then Coastal, Coastal Carolina. Carolina. And that's a, a toss-up even at that because didn't they lose to Coastal Carolina last year? I believe so. And it's at mm-hmm. Coastal Carolina this year. Yeah, I thought I thought they did. They, yeah, uh, I would definitely be wrong with the under on that one. They got a real uh, shitty uh, hand at the scheduling because for the first – what? eight or nine weeks it alternates home and away wow they don't ever get any 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 streaks no they have no uh multiple home games back to back their only multiple away games are at texas tech and at oklahoma man that's that's you don't see that you don't see that often you don't see that often where teams don't string together two or three home games in a row no and the and they only have no, they have two out-of-conference home games, New Hampshire and Boston College, but, yeah, I agree with you. The under three-and-a-half is yeah. easily I feel, pre- I feel Yeah, I feel I feel that's, you know, almost almost guaranteed locked in because even even if they do pull an upset somewhere in there, they're still they're still under with that with that half game getting you right there. So, yeah, uh, Kansas, the Kansas Jayhawks under three-and-a-half seems like the way to go. Uh, next up, we got the Baylor Bears. Over and under is seven and a half. The, the over seven and a half is a minus twenty-five, and the under is a is a plus. I guess plus one ten. I think I may have put that on that wrong, but but either way, so 
Baylor over and under seven and a half. Who they got up? All right. Open the season versus Ole Miss, then Kansas, then uh, Incarnate World. It's a good thing you're not Ooh. reading the schedule this, uh, it this is. week. It is. I would have probably butchered that. Uh, Louisiana Tech, then at Oklahoma, at Texas Tech, TCU, at Texas, Oklahoma State, at Iowa State, at West Virginia, and then at the end of the season with Kansas State. Man, that seven and a half is a good line. New head coach, though. Yeah, just just spitballing out off the top of my head, it seems like seven would be the number. So, uh, and you got to remember, Baylor loses quite a bit. They lose their they lose their head coach that took them to the you know the 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 fancy you know uh, ten win season last year out of nowhere. Um, they lose their top receiver. They lost yep. their defensive coordinator. Yeah, it seems like that's going to be tough to recover from. But good thing about Baylor is they play in the Big 12. So not a lot of teams play any defense anyway. So yeah. it's really just the whole outscoring thing. But if, 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 if it was me putting my money down, I would be taking the under 7.5. Well, taking a quick look, it's depending on how Ole Miss rolls out with Lane Kiffin this year, which, again, yeah. it, that's a neutral site game in Houston. But it's neutral site, Lane Kiffin's first game there. If they win that, they could easily go 4-0 because after that it's three straight home games versus Kansas, Incarnate World, and Louisiana Tech. Which, Incarnate yeah, World, be, should, I believe, is Division Two. Well, well, yeah, uh, FCS. Yeah, I, I, I knew what you meant. But, uh, and then after that, uh, Oklahoma State probably, Kansas State definitely, so that's five. Six of you, Oklahoma State to win. Iowa State get you seven. TCU if they uh, still are a little down this year. I don't. Yeah, really, all the, really, really kind of hinges on the opening weekend. Really, what it sounds like is, yeah. is if, if whether or not Ole Miss comes out guns a blazing or not. That's really what it seems. What it seems like it comes down to me is the is is if they can beat Mississippi State and they can start out four and zero. That's looking pretty good. I'm going to go with the under just because it's positive money. And I'm yeah, not sure. Just, and seven's that uh, spot I can see them winning. So just, whatever is the better odds. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take the plus odds. I'm the same way. I'm right there with you, brother. All right, next up we got the West Virginia Mountaineers over and under five and a half. Over five and a half is a plus 110. Under five and a half, there's where my other went, is minus 135. There's where my, my other two zeros <laughs> went when I was rearranging the, the teams. <laughs> because right now on my show doc, it says minus 13,005. So uh, <laughs> I would for sure take the over if that oh, yeah. was the, the, were the real odds. But it is a minus 135 at under five and a half. So, Jason, who they got up on the slate this year? All right. Open the season versus Florida State in Atlanta. At the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, then they got Eastern Kentucky at home, Maryland at home, Kansas State at home, at Texas Tech, home uh, versus TCU, at Texas, home versus Kansas, home versus Oklahoma, at Oklahoma State, home versus Baylor, at Iowa State. Mm, man, that's not that's not the most favorable schedule. If uh. If I were if I were if I were laying money down, I would do the same thing as as Baylor's. I would take the plus money. Uh, 
just hoping that they pull a couple upsets against the against the Texas Techs, against the Florida States, teams like that. Yeah, because um, I don't feel super confident in them in them winning. You know any of them, but if I had to, if I was laying money down on it, I'd take the plus money. Yeah, I mean, I can see them probably starting out four and zero. Florida State's a toss up, but they haven't really been much of lately. Eastern Kentucky is an easy win. Kansas State's an easy win, but yeah. Maryland's been quietly owning the uh, Big Twelve <laughs> the past couple years, so you mm, can man, never you tell with that. Shot there, didn't you? I mean, had to had to take that shot. That's fair because I take my I take my Michigan shot, so <laughs> I, I wouldn't expect anything less from you, my man. But uh, just because you say that, I'm taking the under for sure now. I'm, I'm taking the under at minus thirteen thousand. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'm going to definitely take the over on this, even though again yeah. it's the better odds. But yeah, the potential start out four and zero, and then. Easy win at Kansas gets you five. TCU will get you six. Baylor, if they're struggling down the line, that'll give you seven. So yeah, take the over. I'm interested to see how the 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 the, the TCU's of the Big Twelve, the Texas Techs, uh, the Iowa States, how they end up uh, faring this year. You know, a lot of turnover. Uh, Texas Tech, you know, hopefully have Alan Bowman back, so you think they would be a little bit better. But you know, Texas Tech is. Typically one of those six or seven win teams. So uh, that being said, we'll, we'll roll off into Texas Tech next. So uh, we're going to skip around a little bit here, Jesse. Don't, don't mean to throw a curveball at you. You really did because uh, I clicked my mouse right when you said that. <laughs> yeah, so so pull up Texas Tech real quick. Right. The over and under for them is six, uh, over at minus 110, and then the under six at minus 110. So even odds there. So it seems like Vegas thinks that they're going to be right at six. So who they got, both? All right. They open up at UTEP, uh, home versus Alabama State, home versus Arizona, at Iowa State, home versus West Virginia, home versus Baylor, home versus Texas, at Oklahoma State, at Kansas State, Kansas, at TCU, and then home versus uh, Oklahoma to end the season. Yeah, so they're right at that six range. That's that's exactly, you know, as you're reading them off, I'm tallying stuff down. That, that puts them right at it. Uh, I would take the over six, though, uh, if, if, it, if it were me putting my money down, uh, just for the simple fact that Alan Bowman, uh, I'm hoping that Alan Bowman stays healthy. I think Alan Bowman's a very, very good quarterback. He just uh, collapses a lung once or twice a year, every year. Uh, it's happened to him the past two seasons. So he's he's has some injury issues. I think if he can stay healthy for a whole season, I think they'll be able to move the ball and outscore uh, several of those those smaller teams, you know, like the Kansas States, the West Virginias, of course, Kansas, uh, Iowa State. I think they'll be able to win some shootouts there, and then plus their non-conference schedule looks pretty favorable. So who'd you say they had? Alabama State and who? Yeah, uh, at UTEP, home versus Alabama State, and then home versus Arizona. Yeah. So even if Arizona's a toss-up, even if you have Arizona a toss-up, you got the two Three. opening games, and then you yeah. have – West West Virginia, Kansas State, Kansas, uh, Kansas, and then Iowa State. You know that, that's that's six there. That's seven uh, there. If you count Ari- if you count Arizona you count as Arizona, a win, if you if you didn't count Arizona as a win, which I think most people would would be that would put you at seven. So I think six is you're you're either going to push or you're going to win if you go with the over. Exactly. Life's too short to have like the a, under. Yeah, that's right. They're looking like a uh, a six to seven win 
win team this year. All right, so we're going to get back in the right order. So we're going to go back to TCU this time, brother. All right. Good, because I got it pulled up. <laughs> All right, so TCU, they're over-unders at 6.5. Uh, over 6.5 is at minus 115, and under 6.5 is minus 105. So who's on the slate for them? All right. Open up at Cal. Home versus Prairie View A&M. That's a mouthful, by the way. You got to shorten that name. Uh, <laughs> At SMU, home versus Oklahoma State. At West Virginia, home versus Kansas State. At Baylor, home versus Oklahoma. At Iowa State. At Texas, home at home versus Texas Tech, and at Kansas. Mm. What do you think there, man? That's that 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 half that half a win is, has got me stumped. Yeah, it's so run mm. through those one more time. Okay, at Cal. Home versus Prairie View, A and M, at SMU. Home versus Oklahoma State. <laughs> you don't think they beat SMU? I don't. I don't think so. I think SMU is is coming back with Shane Bouchelle for his senior year. They got arguably one of the best wide receivers, college wide receivers this year, in Reggie Roberson. They've got a, a really strong tight end in in, in Kylan Granson. Uh, a fun offense to watch. Can score a bunch of points. TC, that's not really TCU's. Forte over the past several years. They, they've not had a very strong offense. They've got kind of a game manager as, at quarterback with Duggan. Uh, all right, so keep on going. So I got two right. wins so far. All right, so after SMU, they're home versus Oklahoma State. Then at West Virginia, home versus Kansas State. At Baylor, home versus Oklahoma, home versus Iowa State. At Texas, home for Texas Tech. And at Kansas, yeah, they'll probably beat Texas again because you know Texas sucks. So if they don't beat SMU, then that puts them at six wins, which would which would put you put you losing that going at rocking with them on the over. Uh, yeah, I would probably I'd probably take the under on that at a, at minus one hundred five. It's better odds. Uh, you get that half a game, you know hook right there to help you out and you know in case they lose to an SMU if they were to lose to an SMU then that seems like almost a lock yeah I'm I'm slowly agreeing with you because I don't see them upsetting Oklahoma two years in a row Texas you mean no they beat Oklahoma last year didn't they TCU no that was Kansas State I thought TCU did and then that's when uh Boomer Sooner flipped no, no, that was Kansas State. We, I remember talking about that because the like thirty years before that, the same thing happened the week before. The Boomer Sooner flipped over and then they got beat by Kansas State the next week. They're still purple, okay. so you're you're yeah, in the ballpark. So yeah, <laughs> everybody wears purple. All right, so yeah, but then but they for sure uh, they for sure upset Texas. So hopefully yeah. they don't do that again because I'll have to I have to uh, to go drown myself because that's <laughs> that would be the worst thing in the world. But uh, yeah, so I think I'm I think I'm going with the under six and a half with in in the hopes that they are not able to beat SMU. I'm sure I'm sure SMU will be a seven to ten point underdog going into that game, so, and then win by at least seven. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think I'd be wrong with the under on that one. I'm gonna take the under, just because it's better odds. Yeah. And that's 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 where I end up with a lot of these that I've started to notice on with the three conferences that we've done. 
whenever you're right there teetering on it, you know, you're, you're thinking maybe it can go this way if, if this happens, and maybe it can go this way if this happens. Well, at the end of the day, folks, you don't have a damn clue what's going to happen. Uh, TCU could come out and be a 9-10 and 10 win team and just run through the Big 12 because that's what the Big 12 was like. You know, mm-hmm. that's exactly what Baylor did last year. They were a total garbage team, you know, the two years before, you know, two years ago, the two three years ago at this point. I think they were a one or two, uh, a two-win season. Then uh, Rule comes in. I think they got them to seven or eight. And then the year after that, they're, they're a ten-win team and knocking on the door of the playoffs. So the Big 12 is pretty volatile. Uh, with who is uh, with who's the up and comers and not, so that could it could just blow your blow your whole wide right there on 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 SMU and then then beating a, an Oklahoma State or an Oklahoma or a Texas, and then you're uh, and then you're shot. But that all being said, if I got better odds and I'm teetering on which way to go, I'm just gonna take the better odds. I mean, it, it just it makes sense there because you're not gonna you're not gonna bet a hundred percent. But if you can, if the ones you're you're split on, you can get better odds and get lucky on one of them, then you're up more money. So, all right, next up we got Iowa State Cyclones. So Iowa State, the over and under for them is eight. Uh, over eight is a minus one twenty five, and under eight is a plus one oh five. So who they got on the slate, brother? All right, open up home for South Dakota, not South Dakota State, South Dakota, at Iowa. Home versus uh, UNLV, home versus Texas Tech, at Kansas, at Oklahoma State, home versus Oklahoma, home versus Kansas, at TCU, home versus Baylor, at Texas, home versus West Virginia. Mm. Man, it all really depends on on Brock Purdy and if uh, if their offensive line has gotten any better. I know Brock Purdy got his ass kicked for the, the majority of the season last year because their offensive line was pretty shitty. Uh, they've got a really good running back in Brees Hall, one of the real up-and-comers uh, coming into this year. If you look at his numbers from last year, they don't look – they don't really jump off the page at you. Only – I think it was 829 rushing yards, nine touchdowns, something like that. But over the first four weeks of the season, they, they give him like a combined – seven carries something something ridiculous like that but then from that point on from week five on he was at that 17 to 20 carry just a, a game just about the end of the rest of the year so that's where he really compiled most of his stats was was after after week four so i would uh uh i'm gonna take the over the over on the eight even though it's 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 the it's a uh, minus money at minus 125 just because the simple fact is iowa state is really good at beating teams they're not supposed to be you know they're they're the ones you you playing you know those stupid Thursday night games whenever they're playing the Oklahomas of the world and they end up in a shootout and they end up coming down to the wire. I think Iowa State can win a couple of those games, especially uh, you know their their big in-state rival with Iowa. You know I didn't put that down as a win. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they did win it. Uh, I know those are always really tight, low-scoring games. So yeah, I think I'd go the over, over eight at minus one twenty-five. I am actually going under. I just I was looking at a schedule and I'm counting Iowa as a loss, but I'm also counting only seven wins at best if they potentially beat everybody they should. So and is that including winning against Iowa or that's, not including? That's losing to Iowa. Okay, losing I have them, to Iowa. Yeah, I have them beating South Dakota, 
beating uh, UNLV, beating Kansas, beating Kansas State, beating TCU, beating West Virginia, and then either Texas Tech or Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah. I think Oklahoma State's going to be that team this year that that really, really kind of runs through the Big 12 and, uh, you know, has that – they're right there teetering on one of those Big 12 championship kind of runs because they have a lot of returning talent. You know, Spencer Sanders is going his next year. But we'll get into that here in just a second because they happen to be next up on the list. So, uh, But before uh, that, uh, they only have one Thursday game this year going well, off your point. Well, and yeah, it's it, Kansas State. Who, so Kansas State? Yeah, they'll win, they'll win that one. They'll win that one. All right, so next up, speaking of Iowa State, we're going to roll out the Iowa State Cowboys next. They're over and under set at eight and a half. Oklahoma uh, State. What did I say? Iowa State. Damn. Iowa State Cowboys. I got Iowa State. I got Iowa State highlighted. That's a real bummer. Oklahoma State Cowboys. Over and under is set at eight and a half. The over eight and a half is at plus 115. The under eight and a half is at minus 135. So run through their schedule real quick. All right. They open the season... Home versus Oregon State. Home versus Tulsa. Home versus Western Illinois. At TCU. Home versus Iowa State. At Kansas. At Oklahoma. Home versus Texas Tech. At Baylor. Home versus West Virginia. At Kansas State. And then they end the season. Home versus Texas. See, I can see them winning 10 games easy. And that's that's with losing to uh, Oklahoma and, and Texas. I could see him winning ten games easy. Yeah, I'm def. I would definitely roll with the over on them. Is that considering Chubba Hubbard on the field or not? Oh, uh, on. You don't like think? I said, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting every. I'm expecting everything to go off that without a hitch. Uh, watching the, the forced video of of them of him and Mike Gundy making nice on Twitter the other day, it it just made my skin crawl the whole time watching it. But at the end of the day. Hubbard can't go to the NFL now. I think had this happened toward the end of the season, last season, I think he'd be in the NFL right now. So then that's a totally different topic. Uh, I think, you know, I think Hubbard and Tylen Wallace would have both would have both left, which would have left him with Spencer Sanders and a whole lot of vacated production. So, uh, yeah, so that is that is expecting Hubbard to be on the field all, all 12 games. Just asking because that uh... – Ole Miss wide receiver is sitting out the season. Nah, there's all kinds of players sitting out the season at this point. And look, and not to get too far off on a tangent on this, is I, I, I totally get it. I totally get where folks are coming from. I think that, you know, demanding states to change flags and that kind of stuff is a little bit on the extreme side. But, hey, everybody has a voice now. Uh, players are on a platform to be able to be heard. So, you know, more power to them. Uh, just be prepared for some coaches and some teams and some schools to just wave by. You know, it, it's going to happen eventually, and it'll cause a hell of an uproar, but uh, eventually it's going to happen. I mean, you can only, you know, stomp, stomp on the ground so much and, and, and demand things before finally somebody's going to tell you just, just to walk. So I don't, don't know if that will or won't happen, uh, but, you know, there's there's a lot of – there's a lot of disagreeing going on in the world right now. So, speaking of that, 
I'm going to agree with you and take the over solely because it's better odds. But I can I can count at least eight wins off the bat immediately. Yeah, just right off the rip. Yeah, and so you, and that's a potential win versus Texas or Oklahoma or anything like that would just set them over the edge, which I Puts wouldn't be surprised. Easy. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat Oklahoma. Uh, I'd, I'd be more surprised with them beating Oklahoma as I would Texas, um, because Texas seems like <laughs> every year they're going to shit the bed on a couple of games where they should be winning pretty easily. I mean, Oklahoma State gave them a run for their money last year. I mean, they ended up winning by 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 double digits, but it, it just it's, it looked like a shitty game the whole season or the whole year. Like or. Damn, I messed that up twice. The whole game. It was just, it seemed like they was going to lose that game from from the start. So, with that being said, my boys, Texas over here, the over and under is, is at 9. Uh, over 9 is a plus 130. Under 9 is a minus 150. So, who do they got up? Open the season home versus uh, Southern Florida at uh, Death Valley LSU. Home versus Utah at Kansas State. Home versus Oklahoma, or not home. Yeah. Versus Oklahoma. Yeah, Red River. Uh, Home versus West Virginia at Texas Tech. Home versus Baylor at Kansas. Home versus uh, TCU. Home versus Iowa State at Oklahoma State. Yeah, man. They're going to be teetering on a 10-win season. Um does it all ride on LSU? Yeah, I mean, it really does. Uh, it really does on whether or not that they beat – because the two games that I can see them easily losing is LSU and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, they are also – do you know if these – would these would take into account the conference championship games or is it just regular season? I would assume just regular season. That's that's where I was at too. But I was sitting here thinking, if they make it to the Big Twelve Championship and they win that, yada yada, that puts them, that gives them an extra game to get there. But I, I'm with you. I, I'm, it's it's regular season. Um, yeah, because if that, you could also say, well, you could also toss on the bowl game. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going the under. Uh, it's the overwhelming favorite right now is to be under nine, and I'm hoping for a push. I can, see, I can that. see them. I can see them losing to Oklahoma and LSU. And then losing uh, a real stinker somewhere in the middle with the TCUs or Oklahoma Kansas. State, something along those lines. Don't say Kansas. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, don't say Kansas. They almost beat us last year. It is their one away game in the middle of the season, basically. Yeah, I mean it's it's the it's the it's the TCUs coming in town and punching you right in the mouth. Whenever you're clearly better than they are, it's Kansas hanging 48 points on you, and you having to go for two at the end of the game to be able to to be able to win it. You know, it's uh, they've got a they've got a real good knack of letting me down. So I'm not I'm I'm even though it's minus money, I'm taking the under and I'm praying for a push. I am gonna roll with the over. It is easily the better odds. But I, like we said for on the SEC show, I don't see LSU being anything close to they were last year. So a win there puts you at what 
Oh, 10 and 2 at best, or at worst. 10 and 2 at worst would drop in a shitty game to another team, even yeah. if you get beat by Oklahoma. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take the, the over on that. One of the saving graces for Texas this year is they do get to play a very inexperienced quarterback when they do play Oklahoma. Oh, Spencer but, Rattler. Yeah, but, you know, Oklahoma's good at, at dropping, you know, a 50 burger on everybody they play. So, yeah. That inexperienced quarterback was also, what, number one in the nation? Yeah. And is in a quarterback factory right now. Yeah, in a, in a system that just pumps out Heisman Trophy candidates. Do you have? Do they have their uh, next great like under six foot receiver? Yeah, <laughs> uh, they've had a couple. Uh, they got Theo Weiss in there. I think he'll be the the guy now that Jaden Hazelwood has uh, has tore his ACL. But I think he's a pretty big dude. They've got a couple transfers in the Ob Ob Ob. Yeah, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try. Uh, yeah, Charleston Rambo is the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, Ram- Rambo's a big dude. He's he's a big, you know, uh, field stretcher. He's not a he's not the most polished wide receiver. He's been around for for a while, but he's he's the quote unquote number one as of right now. But I I can see somebody else taking over that spot pretty easily. And with that being said, we're gonna we're gonna. We're going to finish up here with the Oklahoma Sooners, the overwhelming favorite to, to win the the, uh, the the Big 12 again. Uh, over and under for them is set at 10. Uh, 10 is a plus 175. Under is actually the favorite at a minus 210. So what do they got on the schedule? Open the season, home versus Missouri State, home versus Tennessee, at Army, home versus Baylor, Texas, at Iowa State, home versus Oklahoma State, at TCU, at West Virginia, home versus Kansas State, home versus Kansas, at Texas Tech. See, I think I think worst case scenario for them, they're going eleven and one. Exactly, I think, and that's and that's if Texas upsets them in the Red River. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, and, and and on top of that, it's a plus 175 compared to a minus 210. I, I'm for sure taking the over on that one. I'm running to my local bookie and putting all my money on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I would I would feel super confident of them getting at least to 10, if not to, to 11 wins during the regular season. So I, I feel like at worst case scenario you gotta you gotta push at ten. Yeah, because when was the last time I I'm just I'm interested to see I'm I'm, I'm pulling it up now but I wonder when the last time they had they less, won than, 10 less wins. than ten games. Yeah. Um. Cool. The only other team besides Texas I could possibly see them losing to is beside a random Big Twelve team like Kansas State last year, which wouldn't happen, or Iowa State. The only one that'll give them a run for their money is Army, and that's because you never schedule a service <laughs> academy early in the that's season. That's right. I yeah, because that. That, that, well. that can sneak up on you quick. Yeah, that, nobody can stop that triple option. All right, I'm, I'm, I got their Wikipedia page up real quick. I'm going to run through here and see when the last time they they won less than ten, or they were at ten games or less, was. Yeah, I mean, I I just guess Vegas isn't. Pop, isn't really popular with them tossing out a sophomore quarterback for the first time, which yeah. I don't see why, because sophomore quarterbacks are the new stars. They're the new Heisman Trophy winners, man. Exactly. I mean, not not to mention he got to learn a year under Jalen Hurts in that system. 
Yeah, two, I, him coming in as a redshirt freshman or sophomore, whatever he turns out to be, I would have I think no he's issue a, running him out. Which I'll check that out. I don't know found. how I don't know how many games he played. Real quick, I'm looking them up right now. All right. Uh, so you keep on you keep on gushing over Oklahoma, and I'll be right back. I mean, it's yeah, put you on the we, spot there, didn't it? <laughs> we're both in the same boat that our biggest rival is also the best team in the conference and have been on a high for the last decade plus. Doesn't and help just that been kicking kicking absolute shit out of everybody in the Big Twelve for. 15 years. Yeah, so yeah, same with Iowa State. It, it, it doesn't help that they both wear red and that yeah. <laughs> the the Michigan maize and the burnt orange from Texas are two very popular colors and are well known. We're just in the same boat and that's why this podcast works and that's why old Sam Murphy <laughs> wanted this to be called Are They Back? Yeah, they they did have he. It was a uh, a nice jab at the are they back are they back podcast. Yeah, they've got no more than than two losses in any season that I can see. I'm going. I'm back into fourteen. Okay, so 2014 they they went one two three four five six seven eight. They only won eight games in fourteen. Uh, they lost one two three four five. So they were they were eight and five. Wow, that's a uh, that's crazy. That was back in 2014. Who was their, uh, who were their go-to guys that year? 2014, man. It's, it's me, me and me and Sam, me and my girlfriend were were sitting around thinking about that the other day, and we were talking about stuff that happened. You know, it seemed like it was just last year. Well, it turns out it was like 19 years ago. It was 2001 when this movie come out or the, this person did this. You want to feel really old? Yeah. No, I know you're about to do it to me. I was uh. I graduated high school five years ago, and that felt yeah. old. All right, See, so I found it. If uh, you wanted to, uh, thank God, to thank God, you finally found it because this is. I'm about to throw my computer through. A All wall. right, 2014 Oklahoma Sooners starting quarterback Trevor Knight. Mm, yeah, that's back when they had Trevor Knight and uh, who was their running back? Starting running back was freshman uh, Samaj Perine. Samaji, Samaji P. Ryan, here we go, baby. I, I, I missed, I missed that guy. He was a, he was a, a valuable asset on my fantasy football teams for many years. Then, uh, your top two receivers were Sterling Shepard and uh, Duran Neal. Man, just Sterling Shepard was a stud too. Man, that's a, that's a rough year. That was back when Baylor and TCU were really, really strong. Uh, no, TCU wasn't in there. Yeah, they were. were that, really that was strong. uh. No, Dalton left the year before or that year. Yeah, that was that was the the Trayvon Boykin uh, yeah. Boykin years. Yeah, I'm actually looking at TCU right now from 2014, and uh, that was the, that was the year that hit them and yeah the Trayvon Boykin uh, Josh Dotson. That was the year that TCU and Baylor played in the Big Twelve Championship and kept them out of the playoff. Yeah, because Ohio State. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. That was that year. You see, our schools oh. ruin everything. All right. So just to be clear, everybody, if if you got a local bookie or you're feeling you're feeling froggy, uh, Oklahoma over ten is a plus one seventy five. I feel pretty damn confident in that one. There. Put the mortgage so, uh, on that. Yeah, I feel I feel pretty good about that one. So. So with that said, putting the mortgage on it, whenever they win, where do they go to buy their tickets for the next season, Jesse? 
Well, not just for the next season, but uh, a little sidetracked you here. Alabama and Ohio State scheduled a home and home for 2027 and 2028. Yeah, they can they can eat it. I want them to play this year. All right. Well, you know where you can get the tickets for that in 2027 and 2028. I know exactly where I can get the tickets for it. Good old Seeky. Greatest app mm-hmm. in the world. So, buying tickets suck. It's been, what, three months since we've gone anywhere. We've, some might have forgot it. They still, it's it's still a horrible process. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to risk getting scalped, going to a scalper and getting a, a, a fake ticket or spending hours searching every site online and potentially finding a good seat for a good price just to realize you're sitting behind a pole good old like Wrigley Field but uh it, it Sea Geeks it's the best thing in the world I say it every week and I mean it App Store Google Play Store probably even have a website it's 2020 everybody should uh they search all throughout the internet and all the secondary markets to find your best deal the color code green is good red is bad like Oklahoma and Ohio State Orange is decent, could do better, like Texas. Uh, I had to do it. It, it. it just came to me. I understand. I understand. Go I mean, I, I, I'll allow it. Uh, and they, if you're colorblind, like some other percentage of the world is for some reason, <laughs> they do it on a scale of 1 to 10. 10 is good. You're perfect. Front row seat for 10 bucks probably. One is bad. Every th- they even do decimal points to try to make it even nicer. They have everything. Sports, concerts, concerts are coming back. There's concerts at my bar, at my local bars. Guess where I'm getting my tickets? Seeky. Go go see good old Cody Johnson in August. Um, and catch and catch the Corona. I mean, Cody Johnson's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I got sports. I got concert, comedy, theater. It's, per- it's so easy. Ohio State fans can do it. You just got to tap the screen twice when you first download it. Use our code, put in our code breakdown for twenty dollars off your first purchase. That's B R K D W N. Don't freak. You see, geek. Sports are supposedly coming back. Hallelujah. Thank goodness. All right, folks. That does it for us tonight. We will come back at you next week with probably the ACC, and then we will start rolling off into the. Uh, into the little guy conferences and and, and show them a little bit of love too. So you call the Pac twelve call Pac twelve a little conference? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Good, because I'm, I'm glad you did. We got the group of six. All right, so so get off my back. <laughs> hey, you're right. All right, folks. That's that's all for us. That's all for campus to campus, and we'll see you next week. Let's go.